Let's play starters in minutes roulette. Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner, you guys are going to start because you've put us in the first winning stretch of our season so far. But I want to bench you guys for absolutely nothing to start the third quarter. And I'm going to play Lopez and Bonga because less space in the game where we decide to play no defense at all makes the most sense to me. Also, by the way, uh, but you're not going to be good enough to play the fourth, Lopez and Bonga. Bonga, you won't play at all. I'll play Denny. But uh, Lopez, I'm going to bench you and I'm going to play Lynn. So sorry, Mo Wagner. You're only good enough to start, but you're not good to play any other quarters after that. Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. If you couldn't tell, that was me trying to put my brain inside Scott Brooks's mush of a brain. Let's get it. Guys, look, let's start with the players. Outside, the starters played very good minutes. Look, it was 40 to 39 with about nine minutes remaining in the second quarter. And then all hell broke loose. Mind you, at that time is when Mo Wagner and Garrison Matthews were clearly out of the rotation. Uh, You know, they were off the floor at that point. So explain to me why it was Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner's fault at how they were playing. I know he said it wasn't their fault. We just need something different. It doesn't come across as any other way. Like you thought removing them from the lineup was definitely going to make a difference. You mean the same guys that you put in line that won you a five-game win streak? That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, the players. They said they weren't going to play defense tonight. They said, we're not playing defense versus the Memphis Grizzlies at all. Guys, that is a problem. They have to take pride in playing defense. They've got to take pride in the guy scoring that's in front of them. That, that right there was the problem with the game. Now, we can go look at the stats because the stats help buffer my point a little bit. Let's start with Garrison Matthews. He played a whopping nine minutes, two of four from the field, one of three from three, one rebound. As always, no turnovers. He also had a steal. Guys, I nine minutes. A starter plays. It was bad enough that he was a starter getting like 17 minutes. Nine minutes for what? Bill, 36 minutes. Eight of 18 from the field. One of four from three. He hit all his free throws. He had six rebounds, five assists, one steal. He had six turnovers. 23 total points. Westbrook, 8 of 16 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3. Look, he shot well from the field. Then he got to the damn free throw line with 4 of 9. Guys, that's all mental. That's my favorite player. You guys know that. I love everything about Russell Westbrook on and off the court. This is psychological. He needs to bend his knees and make his damn free throws. Well, Russell Westbrook, he had 15 assists, 6 rebounds, 3 steals. And he had eight doggone turnovers. Now, I want to say this. I had just tweeted that morning that Russell Westbrook is just, besides one year, last year, he's always in top ten in steals. Uh, I made the tweet. You can go check it out. 
And I said, I really want him to get his steals back up. He comes out tonight or versus the Memphis Grizzlies, and he gets three steals. So I am happy to see that. But eight turnovers. Look, I know not all the turnovers were Westbrook turnovers. They weren't. Some of them, some of them Lopez just can't freaking catch. Some of them are bogus charge call. But he and Bill had a combined 14 turnovers. He had eight and Bill had six. I mean, my goodness, take care of the damn basketball. So, look, guys, he's got to take care of the basketball, but I'm actually happy about Westbrook. He looks healthy. He's using that Euro step because the squad's okay now. Uh, he's used it a couple of times uh, this season, but that one looked real smooth and textbook, uh, real pretty. Um, his pass that he had to Lopez, I think that was somewhere in the second quarter. Man, that was pretty a laser. Um He's getting up. He's dunking again. Um, you know, he, he's regularly dunking in the games again, which is what us Westbrook fans are used to seeing. So um, I'm actually happy about the way Westbrook is looking outside of his doggone free throws and turning the ball over. He got to this thing where he started off the game. I mean, he was just hot, hot from three, going to the basket. I mean, he assisted on, I think, all of the Wizards' first nine baskets, scored or assisted. Scored or assisted on all of the first nine field goals for the Washington Wizards. And then it's like he does this thing. I mean, if you pay attention, hopefully he stops doing this. But if you pay attention, he does this thing where even though he's rocking and he's scoring, if he's, well, Westbrook's unselfish despite what people will say. They don't know what they're talking about. If he knows, like, ooh, I'm just finding everybody. I'm throwing dimes. He will get to the point to where he says, well, that's what I'm going to do. And then he's, like, being not as aggressive as he should be. He's being very pass happy. And that's what creates some of his turnovers. If you watch that first half, he was, like, doing great. And then it's like he just thought, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just pass. No, Russ. You be Russ. We know that you're an elite passer. We know that you're one of the greatest point guards ever. Just be you. You're going to get 10 assists because you're Westbrook. You're going to get 12, 15 assists because you're Westbrook. Just be you. Those assists will come. When he does it backwards, it seems to kind of mess up his rhythm. He starts to turn the ball, turn the ball over. Russ, just be Russ. That's where he gets into turning the ball over. Then his free throws. Just bend your knees and shoot your damn free throws and make them, Russ. Goddamn. Mo Wagner played a whopping 11 minutes. Three or six from the field. Two rebounds. One steal. One turnover. That whole 11 minutes. I, look, and I know Mo Wagner the last couple of games hasn't been the greatest. But he does things not on the stat sheet. The same with Garrison Matthews. You put him in the lineup because your starting lineup was dead for like 20 games. So you put your energy guys in the lineup and you went on a five-game winning streak. So what? You lost to the Clippers. So what? Okay, you lost a close one to Boston. Okay. But the reason why you... How this winning stretch of games is in large part because of 
Garrison Matthews, and Mo Wagner. Look, I get it. Russ Westbrook and Bradley Beal, obviously they're both elite. Obviously they're the biggest reasons why. But behind them, you have to say Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner. Who else would you say? He benched them for no, sorry. Rui Hachimura, 207 from the field, 103 from three, 50% from the three, free throw line, 204. Two rebounds, one assist, one steal. Westbrook and Beal had six rebounds. Bertans had five. Denny had seven. And that's where Denny does, does make his contributions often as, at, as far as the boards. Four or seven from the field, Denny Abdiel was. He was two or four from three, seven rebounds, one assist, two turnovers. Um, he was uh, someone I wanted to mention. Then Robin Lopez was six of six from the field, two of two from the free throw line. He had 14 points, um, and he had one block. Uh, those were the ones I wanted to notice, wanted to be notable uh, about. Um, other than that, guys, I'm stuck on these players. Make your free throws. These players play defense. These players communicate on defense. Russ and Bill stopped turning the ball over 14 times combined. Because I know Russ had eight turnovers, but six is a lot too. I know people don't like talking about Bill. I know it's a touchy subject. But he has six turnovers himself. That's too many. And I already went on a soliloquy about Russ's eight turnovers. Need to quit that. These players, look, they got to get their mess together too. I'm going to get on Scott Brooks. But the, come on, guys. We still leaving shooters open sometimes. Still letting people easily get the bat. Still messing up rotations. No defense. Now, Bill and Westbrook's turnovers. Brooks does not help them. He does not help them when he plays Bonga and Lopez on the floor together. Then he plays Bonga, Lopez, and Rui on the floor together. Why? No one's guarding any of those guys in the paint or outside of the paint. I, I don't care what you guys say about Rui Hachimura. They let him stand there outside on the three-point line on purpose. Half the time, he isn't going to shoot it. They're not guarding Lopez. Lopez ain't going to go out there. He's just going to stand in the paint. And then Bonga, they'll let him go 0-5 from outside. You're, you're not helping the spacing by doing that. Are they better defensively? Yes. But they cause so many issues offensively, I'm not sure it actually helps. I just... Does it? Bunga took no shots. No rebounds. No, I'm sorry. He had one rebound. One assist. Zero steals. Zero blocks. I, one turnover. I, look, guys, I just, I get it. I want them to be able to play defense, too. That's one of my main points. But is Bonga and Lopez helping your defense enough to offset their offensive efficiency? And the truth is, is that I don't think so. There was a point where Russ tried to drive in the lane with that unit in the third quarter. Look, it worked for like three minutes. I want, I'm taking credit. 
I said right away when they came out and set the starters. I said it right away at third quarter before they even passed the ball in. You just put in Bunga with Lopez and Rui. This will not work for a long stretch of time. They were for like two or three minutes. And even I said, okay, so they cut the lead. But I still don't think this is going to work over six to eight minutes. Oh, guys, it didn't work. <laughs> it got worse. <laughs> it got worse. In that quarter, Russ tries to drive the ball from above the break. He gets past this man. But there are three people standing there waiting for him in the paint. One, Lopez is standing in the paint. Two, no one's going guarding Rui or Bunga at the three-point line. They just guarded Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's face guarded. Three people are staring at Russ in his face. Russ's man is behind him. They're literally not guarding anyone else. They pass the ball out to Bunga. He didn't want to shoot the three. That's what you create. I, I said right away that wasn't going to work. I don't even know how he thought that was going to work. But then Bonga didn't play anymore when he came out the game. The, the, I, how are you supposed to build any type of rhythm in chemistry? If your stars, who are your staples to play 36 plus minutes a night, they're the two that is going to play 36 minutes. And you're basically telling them, hey, I might throw anything out there at you on any given time at any given night. It seemed like they were kind of trying to build something with Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner. Uh, but but uh, Beal cut that off real quick. Not Beal. Brooks cut that off real quick. Yeah, you guys are done. He didn't just bench them. He didn't just bench B or Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner. He benched them and they didn't see any time. The entire second half. Because I'm not counting that garbage time crap. Then with like a minute and 30 left, he's going to try to put Garrison Matthews out there and not Wagner. And I think he realized when he did it, like that's about to piss off the whole freaking DC world and Russ world. And then he decided to throw in the towel. He didn't just bench him. He didn't play him at all. So he didn't just say, you're not starting. They didn't play anymore. And they never came close to winning that basketball game. The thing, when Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner played, like I said, nine minutes left in the second quarter, it was 40 to 39. Advantage Wizards. So explain to me how for the rest of the second quarter when all those crazy rotations happened, why the hell he thought it was, well, I got to take out Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner. Explain that shit to me. It doesn't make any sense. Starters and minutes roulette. And then you start him. Then you start Lopez. So he's good enough to start third. But he's not good enough to start the first. But he's good enough to play the second. Because he basically played the whole, entire second quarter. I think at that nine-minute mark he came in. But he's not good enough to end the game in the fourth. But Lynn is not good enough to play quarters one through three, but he is good enough to play the fourth quarter. But apparently Mo Barker is only good enough to play the first quarter and play nothing else. What? Make it make sense. What are you building? Then you just throw out there bongo just randomly. For what? Pick two centers. 
and set a rotation. I understand making substitutions based off of like what's going on in the game. I get that, but this seemed like a blanket. Like, like he even said, "Oh, I just wanted something different." What? What did you want different? What did you want different? What Brooks? To be down twenty-two instead of fifteen, because that's what happened. This is the kind of stuff. This is what I just told you guys in the last podcast. This is the kind of stuff that I just. I've never been a big fan of Scott Brooks. He's always had superstar talent. And superstar talent will get you so far. But I've never been a fan of Scott Brooks. Same thing with the blunder that he had versus uh, the Celtics. The late game stuff. Didn't call the timeout to advance the ball. His team wasn't aware. That's coaching stuff, guys. I, I don't understand. And then they had no answer. I mean, LaBeal still got his 23 points. But he was completely out of sorts. I, he didn't even shoot that bad. He just seemed not. I, there were, for the first time this season, there were periods of time where I didn't realize Beal was on the floor. That never happened. But they were face guarding. Brooks was face guarding Brooks from the Grizzlies was face guarding the heck out of Bradley Bill. Dylan Brooks was all over him. Dylan was all over him and put up 20 points. <laughs> and it was like, there's no answer for this. We're just running the same curl pattern that we always do every game. We have nothing else to bust Bill loose. Nothing. Same two plays over and over again. If the first action doesn't work, then everybody just standing at Russ at the top of the key with five defenders looking at four, looking at him right in his face because Brooks was guarding Bill. No, they're not guarding anybody else. I don't care what you say. Look at the games. Not, unless Bertons is in there. And then he forgot about Bertons for forever. I, oh, gosh. The man, then he just completely forgot about Bertons. How do you forget about Bertons? He's finally got his legs under him, shooting the ball well. And now is when you forget about Bertons. Three or six from the field, two or five from three. I don't understand, guys. I don't understand. Look, the players got to hold themselves accountable. And I always do, for people who don't know that. They've got to rebound. They've got to play defense. They've got to call the switches. They've got to communicate. They've got to take pride in keeping their man in front of them. Defense is the art of keeping your man in front of you and away from the basket and making him take a tough shot or get rid of the ball. Like, I guess steals is a part of defense. Like, like I get it. And I'm a Westbrook fan, and I love that he's in top 10 steals, and I want him to remain there because it does help because a Westbrook team is best when it is running. He could gamble more with Steven Adams and Andre Robertson around him and behind him. Can't do it as much with the Washington Wizards. But it helps a Westbrook team because you're off on the break. Those are the best Westbrook teams. But that isn't entirely defense. I mean, steals are great. But I mean, guys, keep people in front of you. Make their shots tough. Contest. Switch. Communicate. If we just do that, we'll be okay. Okay. 
But they're not doing that. They didn't do it versus the Grizzlies. I don't know, guys. I got a lot of heat. It was a couple of podcasts ago. I did the Wizards by the numbers and said, by the numbers, they're not a great team. But they're finding ways to win these games by playing defense, being scrappy, getting steals, getting on the run, and things like that, mucking up the game. I took a lot of heat for that. Guys, look at the game we just played versus the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, they scored 125, which is a lot of points. But they were on track to score 142 after the first half. That's 71. 71? How do you give up 71 points in a half? And to be honest with you, I think the Grizzlies got bored. Like, that's just, I think they would have put up 142, but they got kind of bored. Then they got into the penalty in the second half. I can't believe it was the third or fourth quarter. And they just were allergic to going to the basket, the Wizards. Go to the rack. Now, again, you're not helping when you have people camping in the lane because of the people you put around Westbrook and Beal. That's not helping the situation. But if you're in the penalty, go to the rack. And Russ, make your damn free throws. Guys, we're on to next look. We've got the Clippers on Thursday. They're coming to D.C., um, <laughs> let's see what we can do there. I'm done talking about this game. On to the next look. Was it frustrating? Yes. Is it the end of the world? No. It's not the end of the world, guys. There's still a possibility that the Wizards, if they start back playing the way they need to play, there's a possibility that the Wizards can get into the playoffs. They are still only three and a half games out of the eight seed. Three games out of the eight seed. So we still get there, guys. I'm sorry, that's three games out of seven. We still get there, guys. Still get there. But guys, this is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I appreciate you guys so much. Please, please click that subscribe button. I'm on most of the most popular platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So if you can, please click subscribe so you can get notifications every single time I drop a new post-game pod. Also, if you like actual videos, I've got a new video out about how Russell Westbrook does play defense. You should go check it out. If you like the video, please hit that like button. And please, please click the subscribe button. All of that helps push my video out even more, and I would really, really appreciate it. I'm a big Russell Westbrook fan, and right now he's a Washington Wizards, so I talk to both fan bases and i appreciate you guys so much for listening thanks so much for listening to the westwood podcast i'm your host jd jackson as always you find me on twitter russell westbrook gets a chip at always and forever art and on youtube at jrock soccer and basketball session and as always until next time peace